Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined as always by my good buddy, John. John, where are you hiding at in the parks right now? Actually, I'm outside Epcot sitting in my car in the parking lot. So there you go, underneath a shady tree. Because it is hot and humid here. But I am freaking jealous you're there, John. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. So yeah, I did backstage uh, Epcot all this morning for three and a half hours of going basically just the uh, east side of... uh, of of future world so basically Uh, from spaceship earth to uh to mexico and mexico to spaceship earth and mexico to spaceship uh, 18 trips back and forth so Uh, do we have more international cast members now slowly but surely john yeah there's some coming in i I still don't see the college kid uh um from overseas but yeah there's there's some and then the college kids are back the uh but that's the domestic ones not the international um, college kids but uh yeah so there's there's quite a few i mean um obviously there's and it, it looks like they finally did what we were talking about where you actually just found some people that live in america and hire them that are from those countries you know so yeah i mean there's finally uh obviously uh, a lot of uh of the young ladies from japan are working in japan now and then there's uh, a lot of italians uh, i'm looking for that one that was making eyes at your wife that one time so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, it's just a shame a young barrel good-looking italian has nothing on this irish indian you know what i'm saying john that <laughs> uh, guy that guy works out every day he's young he still thinks he looks great which he was a good-looking guy i one good-looking guy can tell another one but i I, I went home with the girl, so I won. There you go. There you go. Yeah, he so, got to give her extra another drink, but I took her home. Poor guy. All right, so uh, so let's play uh, some some good trivia for you here this morning. Uh, true or false, Doug? Uh, there is a tunnel at Epcot in addition to the Utilidors at the Magic Kingdom. I think there is one, isn't there, John? I think there is it, indeed. Yes, there's one that goes under. It's it goes under Future World. Am I correct? Yeah, it goes under a little bit of Future World. Yep. It, it it basically is like a, a place to load 
uh, for what used to be your mouth gears and uh, um, the uh, the food, uh, whatever the food place is going to be now, the electric umbrella. Yeah. So, bas- yeah, basically they have their storage areas and stuff like that, but you enter it over by Spaceship Earth. Uh, so. Yeah, I did yeah, read I, about that. So yeah, I, I kept yeah. driving by that this morning. And yeah. then... Because I heard multiple things, too, that uh, originally it was supposed to be much bigger, and they decided not to when the plan started to change. There was rumors it was going to even be as you know close to the size of the Magic Kingdom for Future World, but it, it ended up not being. But Yeah, yeah it, you would think they would have thought about it because, um, I mean, they, there is such an extensive road behind the property, and we, I mean, behind Epcot, that none, you know, you're not walking through Japan and you see some dude dressed up in German garb, which yeah. would totally throw you off. So, fortunately, there is enough <laughs> backstage areas there to avoid that. So. I would just think, though, and I'm not being smart, like, for the cast members and everything else, because, you know, it's real estate, real estate, real estate, and I would think that they have the land why not pour the concrete and make a lot of the offices and stuff like that because underground in florida is pretty cool john yeah i mean it, it stays cool under there i know the unitillers are never hot are they no but they're actually what the utilidors are actually on the first floor yeah they are they the, put the dirt yeah. over they build yeah, it to yeah. look like underground but it's yeah. actually the first story of a building yeah. i do get that there's no basements in florida because of the water table yeah, but yeah the fact is i th- i thought they might I mean, imitate that at Epcot and the other parks just to have a lot of the offices and save on the on the land. And it's also a nice area to you have storms or whatever. That's a safe place to go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. And, and, and uh, so but all right. And here's your other little bit of uh, trivia, Doug. Uh, when you're doing the outside loop on test track, what is part? What is uh, down as you're doing that outside loop? What are you circling? What's uh, what's on the ground? Uh, as you circle all i remember is there's cars and stuff down there i can't remember what it actually is but i do look down there and every time i look down there there's like a utility truck or something down there there's actually uh right now there's all the newest makes and models of chevrolets down yeah there. so there's uh you know a, a volt and a camaro and a corvette it's like their uh, little mini dealership down yep, there yep, yeah 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 and I always think about that, and it's like, who even notices that when they come me, over now? Me. Know, I look down there every time, dude, because I'm the geek. I'm always trying to see something I'm not supposed to see, if you follow me. Yeah, what are they trying to hide by this perspective of painting over here? What is, what's behind the facade? Yeah, that's done. <laughs> there you go. There you but, go. Yeah. yeah. I always remember, like I said, it's a, like a parking lot down there. That's what I remember. I, I didn't 100% know it was the cars they were selling, but I've always noticed cars down inside that loop. All right, and then uh, I've, uh, I've got a little bit of a story for you. Uh, true or false, Doug, uh, me as a Disney bus driver can or cannot accept tips. Well, I'm going to say I wish you could, but you can't. You are incorrect, sir. I can after I refuse three times. And my refuse oh, three times. My refuse three times consists of, no, no, no. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there you go. Well, we need this. We need to make up T-shirts for you, John, so more people know that. You can tip Disney employees, but they have to refuse you three times. So that's a good, uh, good little tip for a tip, John. What's that? It's a good little tip to get a tip. Yeah, there you go. And, and it's one of those things where it's never expected but always appreciated, you know. Um, I never expect anybody to tip me. But who does is sometimes um, 
somebody that really had a problem getting their ECV in or out yeah. or something like that. And then obviously if I'm, what generally has happened is when I've closed a park and I'm uh, taking, you know, five people from Disney Springs back to the Polynesian and I get over to the Polynesian and it's what, 1235 or something. And there's a family sitting there yeah. and I'm like, where do you guys need to go? Well, we're going to have to take the bus back to Disney Springs and get a connecting bus over to Caribbean Beach. Uh, no, you won't. So yeah. I'll just drop you off at Caribbean Beach. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah, that type of thing. So, But um, like I said, a lot of times I run into the ECVs and people are appreciative and stuff like that. I ran into this gentleman, uh, older gentleman, probably about four or five months ago. So and, let's get this straight. You ran in, like you met up with him. You didn't, yeah, you, yeah, as yeah, a I bus driver, you got to stop saying you <laughs> ran into him, John. <laughs> do, uh, do, anyhow, do we I, see each other eye to eye on that one? I don't think yeah, ran into yeah, is a good idea sense. for you. Yeah, you yeah. bumped into or nothing like that john you yeah. you met up with go ahead yeah i picked him up at uh all-star music i was taking him over to animal kingdom uh he was very friendly very appreciative of me back in the uh the ecvn and stuff like that and so when he got off he slipped me a bill and i just i'm not gonna look at it real you know obviously i'm not gonna unfold it and take a look at it right now but i noticed right away that it wasn't a one or a five or even a 10 or a 20 because I'm familiar with the backs of those. Obviously you handle them all the time, you know? And so I see, I see the back of this bill and I'm like, Ooh, what is that? So I put it in my pocket and I'm just, I'm going about my day the rest of the day. And I'm like, I'm going to look at it at break, but man, what could it be? That's, that's gotta be something different because it's not a five. It's not a 10, man. Ooh, maybe it's something really good. Maybe this, maybe I won the lottery and this guy just, you know, he's, uh, he's a millionaire and he's just spreading the wealth to the people that are friendly uh, to it. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. You're, you're, crazy, my right? luck would have been Disney dollars. <laughs> So, so at break, I reach into my pocket, I grab it, I unfold it. It's a two dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that it was still awesome. It was two dollars more than you got. It was awesome, and, yeah. I, and and I mean, more than the two dollars, I had fun thinking all yeah. morning of what I might have yeah. in my pocket. So. You had the anticipation all day. Yep, yep. So that was it was great. So yeah, but yeah. but yeah, I, I really thought I had something awesome. <laughs> That's that is awesome though. Good for yeah. you, Johnny. And, and a lot of people into the Christmas spirit down there now? Yeah, it seems to be uh, everybody's uh, uh, celebrating uh, the holidays pretty well. Uh, Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, the, whatever, El Ramadan, whatever else we may be celebrating. So, But, uh, yeah, everybody seems to be in the Christmas spirit and, and having a good time and enjoying themselves. Yeah, I'm, as we're recording, I'm watching the 4K WDW walkthrough. I like this one. I like the other ones. Our friends, Josh and him, I enjoy their show and all. But what I like about 4K WDW, like, I do plenty of talking. So when this is on, they do zero talking. So it's right up my alley, John. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, um, so they do a great job. They walk through the parks. They're walking through the other night. It's like dusk, just as the sun's going down, which is... When the lights are first coming on in any of the Disney parks, it's absolutely gorgeous, isn't it? Just at that sundown era, John? Oh, yeah, we have beautiful sunsets in Florida in the first place. And then just the fact to add some Disney icons to it or to just to be in Disney Park, yeah, it really makes it magical. Yeah, Quite just beautiful. The, the sun's tucking away and that it's not pitch dark yet, but you can just see the illumination of all the lights throughout the parks. It, like right now, they're at dusk and they're going right, they're walking up on Pirates of the Caribbean, which. When it's not crowded, that's one of the most beautiful areas to be in. I love all the architecture and everything of, of around there, don't you, John? I saw it uh, uncrowded quite a bit in yes. early in the yes. morning. So, yeah. Oi, mateys! Yes, you did, Johnny. 
I did. I'm a pretty good pirate, ain't I? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that reminds me. That's what I listened to all morning. On one direction, I was listening to Old Key West soundtrack, and way back, I was listening to Caribbean Beach soundtrack. So I had uh, Jimmy Buffett on one side and Steel Drums on the other side. So. Well, they're two pretty good soundtracks, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Laid yeah. back at least. Yeah, so yeah. that's for sure. So. I I I bet the Animal Kingdom's a good one. The Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's okay. It's a little too uh, slow and peaceful. Um, there's a couple that, man, if you get the, the yacht and the beach club, uh, there's just a bunch of seagulls and, and like waves rolling in and stuff. That'll put you to sleep. The Animal Kingdom Lodge is kind of like that, too, real peaceful and uh, and uh, calming. So, you know. Well, with me on the bus, that's what you kind of need, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I was out doing some uh, – I, I got 95% of my Christmas shopping done. I, I was out food shopping this morning. And then I ran home because you said you could record today at 11.20. So I went to the bank and went food shopping and got some odds and ends done around here. And I'm going to go out after we're done recording because I got like, you know, 5 10% of my shopping left to do. The, you know, the last little odds and ends to finish it up. And But uh, I, I'm, I, I love the Christmas spirit, but I hate when... Don't you hate when you run into a few of those families that have zero and they're just miserable? Well, why are you out here? <laughs> well, I run like, into quite a few of those it, here at Disney. Why are that, you here if you're that sad? That's yeah. the point I was going to make. It, it reminds you that most of the time it's the Disney father that's drugged there that don't want to be there. And it's the same usual usual Disney or the shopping father that don't want to be there. Like, you know, dude, Christmas comes every year. You know your wife. You got and, – and it isn't like – you know they can afford to be out there most of the time. You understand what I'm saying? They're they're just miserable to be there, and it's sad. But this whole new COVID wave, that sucks, John. We got more people down. Have you heard anything about that there? No, uh, fortunately, there's not. It's not impacting Florida or uh, Walt Disney World a whole really bad right now. But yeah, it's it, uh, we got a lot of depressing crap going on. Doug. Yeah. I mean, between uh, Delta and uh, Omicron and. Uh, school shootings and fake school shootings and uh, killer uh, tornadoes. I mean, yeah, God. yeah. God it's bless a... all the families in in the Kentucky in that area. That, that was just so sad. Yeah, I called terrible. our buddy Bob. He horrible. got scared by it because he's in Nashville. And went went through Tennessee too. So anybody that was affected by that, our thoughts and prayers go out to you. And if you have a couple extra shekels for the Christmas time, uh, go over to the Red Cross and donate a little bit. I mean, like. Even if you only have two dollars, like John just got, it'll mean the world to somebody who needs it. You know? Oh yeah, and there's a there's a lot of people that are gonna need some help. That's for sure. So, so God bless everybody. Yeah, I heard this one isn't as bad if you are vaccinated. It's just basically like a cold. I'll tell you what, I wore my mask a little bit today, and the reason I was wearing it, some of the areas like I could tell, I'm vaccinated plus have just had it, so I feel like I'm pretty protected right now, Johnny. But. When I see a bunch of people wearing the mask in a store or whatever, I put mine on because I, I, I can see they're worried about it. So I just do it to, you know, not to have them look at me like that guy, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if, yeah. I, if I look that at this. to fit in. I'm yeah, I just in. don't. I don't want to cause waves. I do enough of that as it is. You? But, yes. Really? Yeah, that's shocking, isn't it? It's my Christmas yeah. admission, John. But, like, if I look at a store and most people aren't wearing, then I'm good. I won't wear. You follow me? I try to go with the flow to make it as happy as I can right now. So, but I got to go do some finishing. But one of the things that drove me nuts, it happened to me, like, three times on the way home. And we talked about this before. What is it when a car is on the opposite side of the road and somebody's driving down? They feel the right to cut you off in your lane, to go around the car that's in their lane. 
Got to do it. I mean, what is it? And then when I actually put the card today in reverse and asked the guy, because I backed up a little bit, and asked him why he feels he has the right of way, I'm the bad guy, John, when he almost <laughs> when he almost ran into me. Uh, don't question him, Doug. Don't question him. Yeah, and let me, you know, you know, pull that mask down so I can see you're not smiling when I'm telling you what for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, John? It's just, and that's the thing that's most depressing about the mask. Like, I, I hate that you can't smile at people. You know what I'm saying? I, I, because, dude, I am so delightful and wonderful. When I say spread my cheer, I like to see the people smile back at me, John. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You want to see that grimace? And that yeah. Gr- uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I bring up so many smiles, you have no idea. I bet, I bet. So, but and then, last but not least, do you believe they're moving the Eagles game to Tuesday because of Omicron? Omicron? I mean, because of COVID. Well, I, I can watch it, and I'll be able to watch it. I'm going. We're going to do a Christmas Tuesday. So, okay. So uh, our Christmas is uh, Tuesday. I'm working every other day, and I'm going to work on Christmas, and I'm going to extend as long as possible because anything over uh, eight hours on Christmas and New Year's is double time. Oh. So, yeah, I'll be trying to get 12, 13 hours that day. So. Oh, I hear you. So get your, get your rest in on Tuesday for the rest of the week. There you go. So, But, yeah, they pushed the game back to Tuesday, and it, and – Hey, from what I hear is, and I know anybody can get it because I've done my, well, I wasn't, you know, I do wear the mask when I can, like I've talked about, but I'm not like, because I was vaccinated, I felt fine. So I did end up getting it. But the NFL, every one of these teams have protocol where they're supposed to be wearing a mask inside the building all the time, blah, blah, blah. Well, supposedly Washington wasn't doing a lot of these things, like that they were supposed to do. So because they got it, like nobody cared that we had 19 starters not play last year, John. So if you listen to all the people, why? Well, why would you want to play a game when you're not playing the other team's best players? I don't understand. You're not a good sportsman. Well, then under that logic, when our entire offensive line was out, three-quarters of our defensive line, our starting quarterback, our starting two wide receivers, and our number one tailback wasn't playing, and our entire secondary, the other teams here said, listen, Eagles, we're not going to play you until you get healthy again. Am I right, John? It would be a boring football season if we just all waited around for uh, everybody's injuries to get healthy. Yeah, <laughs> so, we'll, we'll play. We'll, we're we're gonna we're gonna have the first game of the year. But if you get hurt during practice, well, then we can't even have that game. Yeah, so, you know. it's like I feel horrible. I feel horrible that the Washington football team has gotten sick. I feel sorry for the Cleveland Browns and the Rams. But it, the, the 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 point was put out at the start of the year. The commissioner said, "By there is no way we're moving games." You heard that conference too, didn't you? They yeah, gave them yeah. extra practice, Scott. They they expanded the rosters. They expanded all the the IR where you could come off and on quicker if you under. They made all these pr- things for new protocol, and then all of a sudden they canceled the game. They moved the game back. And the reason I'm mad about it is, it's not this week's game. It's next Sunday when we got to play the Giants on a four game. We're only off for four days. So if yeah, anybody on our team gets hurt, they have, yeah, yep. they have no shot at getting better. And even if nobody does get hurt. If you played football, you know it takes longer than a, a day or two to get back to shape. So, so anyway, on top of all that, I'm pissed off about the Giants, you know, us having to play them on such a short week. And now, all of a sudden, Patrick Mahomes finally decides to score at least his playing me the last two weeks. The guy has been horrible for like six weeks now. All of a sudden, she plays me back-to-back weeks, and he's back to being uh you know, a little bit of Tom Brady, Dan Marino, Brett Favre, and Michael Vick 
all in one package right now. He's playing all like. Of, yeah, all of a sudden the Chiefs aren't uh, Chiefs aren't quite done. I mean, no. everybody had written off this year, but uh, apparently they're not done yet. So. Oh, Andy Reid sent me a text message thanking me. He goes, "I heard you were playing Lisa the last two weeks, so it really got Patrick <laughs> out of his slump." There you go. Yeah, yeah, so, but now, yeah, she's kicking my butt. I think I'm done right now. She, he put up 30 points to start the week off. That, It's like, <laughs> I'm over here playing taps, Johnny. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. so you're going to be spending Christmas at Walt Disney World, huh, Johnny? I will be indeed. I'll be driving all those happy Merry Christmas guests all around. So maybe I'll see Santa Claus. Well. Just so you guys know, Presley is in the room with me. He's being very finicky. So if you hear barking, just pretend he's Pluto wishing you Merry Christmas when he barks. <laughs> Do you have that one, John? I have that. you have that di- a couple of the one, the one Disney CD where Pluto sings Jingle Bells? No, I don't believe I do. Roof, 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 roof. That's how it goes. Woof, woof, woof. Yeah, it's him and Mickey singing Jingle Bells together. So, Anywho... So, do you know your will you know your route yet, or when do you get your schedule for that? The day you go in? Yeah, yeah, we don't get our uh, uh, route sheets until we show up in the morning. So you clock in, you get your route sheet, and you figure out what you're doing. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, we're doing circle routes now, so we're kind of back to that. So, yeah, after lunch, I've just got like four rounds from Epcot to Saratoga Springs, and then I'm done for the day. So, and and do you you like that better? Don't you know what you're doing? It's back and forth. I mean, uh, you always knew what you were doing on the other ones, but, for example, I'd do one run to Saratoga, and then I'd end up at the Magic Kingdom doing one run uh, from there to Animal Kingdom Lodge, and then I'd end up at Animal Kingdom doing one run from there to All-Star Sports. And shaking it up probably makes it interesting, but on the other hand, you know, you don't know what you're getting into. It's it's confusing. At least with this, you know what you got. You can can set yourself up for the day. Yeah, and I only have one load zone to go to, so it's not – uh, I mean, we had sheets before, you know, if you have 10, 12 different routes in the day, you have to, you're going 10, 12 different load zones. So you have to and make sure you're because every one of our parks, uh, the load zones, you know, are one through 15 on one loop and and uh, 15 or so through 30 on the other loop. And you have to make sure you're in the right loop or you're going to look like a complete idiot. So <laughs> in an animal kingdom, you can't even make a U-turn. Um, yes, other parks, you can generally make U-turns or get back into it, but Animal Kingdom, you have to leave altogether, go out onto Osceola Parkway to get back into it. Oh, so, so that's why I there. see, that's why I see some of the buses like making weird turnarounds in that area. Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Cause I've noticed that not, not a ton, but probably four or five times or more. I've noticed like, why is that boss bus turning like that? Like what's going on here? That don't yep. look correct. So now I know. Yep, yep, all that type of all, all that type of stuff. So yeah, that, yeah, I don't mind it. I'm just doing Saratoga after after lunch, so it works for me. Uh, well, it's saying early entry at Walt Disney World theme parks will be extended during the upcoming peak holiday period. And you know how I knew that? Yeah, I got There's... a call from scheduling telling me that my all my hours after. Uh, after Wednesday had been upped an hour, instead of coming in at 6.15, I'm now coming in at 5.15. <laughs> so. and, and don't you like it, though, that they feel like, like, I love bosses, dude. Like, they do as I say, not as I do all the time. Could you imagine just being told, like, a day or two before you got to be in an hour early? Like, I don't have a life at all. Thank you. I appreciate you knowing <laughs> I don't have any, and nothing is important that I'm doing. Only your business is important. 
right? There you go. There you go. I don't know. I mean, I, I expected it. So, I mean, it's the holiday. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, and believe me, I'd rather be extended earlier in the morning than, than in the evenings. I'm liking I'm liking this uh, off at 3 or 4 o'clock afternoon stuff. It's nice. Oh, I so. hear you. You get to spend time with the family because they're actually up when you get home. Yeah, yeah, for a couple hours, and then I have to head to bed. But nonetheless, yeah, I get to see them for a couple hours. So. Yeah, well, it's saying from December 19th, which is tomorrow, right, Johnny? Yeah, yeah I believe that's so. tomorrow. Through January 3rd, entry will be extended from 30 minutes to 60 minutes prior to regular park opening. Early entry is available for guests staying at Walt Disney World Resort hotels and select off-site hotels, which is Judith's favorite little mention, isn't it, John? <laughs> Absolutely. She's so happy about all that. So every one of the Disney hotels are included, so I'm not going to read them all. You guys know all them, but let, let's make Judith happy. The, the Bee Resort also is getting this lovely privilege. Doubletree Suites by Hilton. Hilton Orlando Buena Vista. Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista. Holiday Inn Orlando. Our beautiful friends over at the Wyndham Lake Buena Vista and Wyndham Lake Buena Vista. Four Seasons Resorts, Orlando. Cigna by Hilton Orlando Bonnie Creek and Waldorf Astoria Orlando. The Cigna is over there that Hilton is, is over there by the Waldorf and, and the, uh, by the Waldorf, isn't it, John? Yeah, I believe it's their timeshare. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, over there off of uh, the same area as those two. So. All, you want to know what's available at these theme parks that early in the morning, John? Ooh. Let's guess. Okay, at the Magic Kingdom. I'm going to go with It's a Small World, Astro Orbiter, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, Dumbo, Mad Tea Party, Mickey's Filler Magic, Peter Pan's Flight, Prince Charming, Regal Carousel. I wonder if anybody actually calls it that. Mom, Mom, I want to go on Prince Charming's Regal Carousel. Or do they just go, I want to go on the merry-go-round? Well, my <laughs> wife and me, when we go on it, she'll go to me, hello, Prince Charming, you want to get on the carousel with me? And I'm like, Ugh. it's so regal, isn't it, baby? There uh, you uh, go. Yeah. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Space Mountain, The Barnstormer, The Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh Pooh, uh, Tomorrowland Speedway, Tomorrowland Transit, Authority People Mover, Our favorite. Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. And the carousel of progress. And now, how awesome would it be, Johnny, for me and you and our lovely brides to have either a nice Joffrey's or Starbucks coffee in our hand to start the morning off on the people mover? That would be a good way to start the day, wouldn't it, John? Get on there and drink your coffee and spin around about six times. Yeah, that yeah. would be a nice, nice, yeah. uh, nice morning ritual, wouldn't it? Oh, dude, it would be awesome. When we're when we're the two old men up in the balcony, and I'll say. Oh, Johnny, let's go meet at our spot, and that's where we'll meet. We'll get our coffee, and we'll get on the people mover in the morning, John, when we're both retired down there. How's that and sound? Then, yeah, we'll, we'll be waiting in line. We'll, we'll run into that one cast member. You can't bring your drinks onto the people mover. And then I'll hit them with my cane, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit them with my cane, and we'll be sitting there like the two old men. Tell those kids to quiet down in that other car. We're trying to relax over here. I'm even turning southern as I move down there, John. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's amazing. You moved down here, and now you're southern. And, uh, yeah, uh, I could say you all. Old, and yep. Got a cane. Yep. But I'm still good looking. Uh, so Epcot, we got Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which they beg me to. Every time I walk by there, they ask me to sing, John. Do they? Do they? Uh, yeah. Frozen Ever After, Mission Space. Soaring around the world, Spaceship Earth, Test Track, and the Seas with Nemo. Now, wouldn't you think, John, and I'm not trying to be a turd here, 
Because I'm not. I smell way too good. But why don't they have Ratatouille open, John? People are trying to get on it. I mean, I'm to the point now, and this is Doug thoughts. This has nothing to do with John. Because me and my wife talked about this the other day. I truly, and I wouldn't be surprised if Disney messes with the wait times on the rides that they're doing the Lightning Lane with to try to make more people purchase them. Or allow it not moving the queues as fast as they should to let people purchase it. That's just my opinion. I don't know. I haven't waited in any line, so I can't. I can't speculate no. on that. So, but, but I'm just getting to like I, I I'm from re- stuff I get back and the other from friends because I've had a ton of people down there lately that really were getting pissed off about uh, also the 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 Genie Plus and the My Disney Experience has not been working a lot lately. Which yeah, that is it's annoying. A mess. Yeah, it's as annoying as hell. But why wouldn't you have your most popular ride? You got Frozen open. There's no reason. Like, is like Ratatouille is it not like like it isn't like Rise of the Resistance where I could see there's a lot of prep to get this thing to go. I don't understand if you're open an hour early why the the biggest attraction in that park is not open. Do you disagree with me on that? No, nah, I, I don't understand it either. So it doesn't no. make a whole lot of sense. No. You know, give a little uh, early bird gets the worm, maybe. No, but if we open this up, then we'll lose revenue on people paying the $10 to 15 a pop to get on it. Because you, you know people like me, you, Judith, and all, if that was open at 8, we would go there to get on it early, wouldn't we? Yeah, well, that would be the that would be the old way of doing things. Yeah, well, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to make them pay to get on it. Hollywood Studios. Let's see. I bet you none of this. Oh, yeah, this is open. So... You want to read these ones, John? Sure. Alien Swirling Saucers, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog Dash, Star Tours, The Adventures Continue, Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance. Well, there you go. You know that one's more extensive to get ready than yes. uh, Ratatouille, but whatever. Uh, the Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, and Toy Story Media. They got, well, basically it's everything they have in the park. But yeah, pretty much. The, the only one that isn't open is that I see mainly is Star Wars, uh, the original one. That I've been watching on Disney+. Plus. What's the original Star Wars there? Star Wars, uh, the, the simulator. Yeah, yeah. The, Star uh, Tours. Uh, Hello. Star Tours, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it is. The <laughs> yeah, Adventure Continuum. Yeah, okay, yeah, I didn't see yeah. it there first. So basically, every single attraction in Hollywood Studios is open. Yep. Uh, except for Tower of Terror, but that is... Uh, that is no, down no. right now. Oh, no, it is open, so yeah. my bad. Because that was shut down for a little bit. They got that back and running, I say. Yep. Yeah, they were having problems. So every major attraction at the studios is open. and But we can't open up we can't open up Ratatouille right away. I mean, that's just, that's the type of stuff that just uh, makes me pissed, John. And this shows you, too, that they need more attractions at the Animal Kingdom. I'm just saying, John. <laughs> exactly. What do we got? Uh, Avatar, Flight of Passage, Dinosaur, Expedition Everest, Tough to be a Bug, Navi River Journey, and the Triceratops Spin. Woo! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand. I get it here because you don't want to wake the animals up. They got their own routines of when they get fed and eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, So you're not going to do uh, – I, I guess that's why uh, – Kilimanjaro Safari isn't open, and the walking trails and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there, I mean, the park itself is opening pretty free and early anyway. Yeah. You know? So I mean, yeah, and okay like you that. said, 
like you said, if you've got all the animals uh, accustomed to making your way out onto the savannah at 730 to be ready for an 8 o'clock park opening, you don't want them out there in the half dark at 630 meandering all around. So. No, and, and they've done enough adjustments to those animals as it is right now because they got quite a few there that have been there. They have a few there that's been there since park opening that are in their routine, you know, and, and oh, yeah. extending hours and moving hours and stuff. It isn't easy on it. You know, they get set in their ways. It's hard enough to train this dog to listen, let alone 100 or what, 300 animals out there. Exactly. I'm happy about this because it's kind of another attraction, but I wish they updated it or did something different with it. I think it's time for them to look ahead at the reopening of Indiana Jones Stutz Spectacular at a Hollywood Studios. I'm excited it's reopening, but don't you think it's time, John, to do something with this? Uh, this weekend, the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular makes its long awaited return to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Disney has shared a new video offering a look behind the scenes of the cast and crew rehearsed for the show, which has been closed since March of 2020. Disney took the show's downtime to refresh every set piece and update the sound and lighting systems. There also have been some tweaks to the staging of some scenes and updates to the script to make some of the filming aspects more re- relevant to today's audience. Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular will reopen to guests on the 19th with five shows daily, 12, 115, 315, 445, and 6. Yeah, well, this is one of the things, too, I'm shocked it took so long to open because it is outside. Yeah, I mean, it's another one of these, uh, like the trams. Uh, why wasn't this going a long time ago? You have all these inside shows that have been, you know, operating for a long time, but not Indiana Jones. So if you're going to keep it, why wasn't it reopened a long time ago? So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I'm, I'm happy they are... They did enhance it. I mean, it kind of makes me, I mean, because it's been so long since I've seen it. The next time I'm down, I probably will go see it. Because it is a good show. I remember in 97 when I seen it, I'm like, oh, my God, Brent, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, my. Look at Don't, don't get oh yeah, don't get crushed by the ball. Oh, my. He, oh, oh what a stunt man he is. But, no, me and Brenda really enjoyed that. That was, uh, let me give you guys some perspective of our day. We went over and we got disgusted by Drew Carey's sounds. Remember those earmuffs you would put on and you could hear the sounds in the dark, John? You know, that is one of the experiences I never did. I never did sounds dangerous or yeah. whatever Drew Carey's thing was. I never did it. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was sounds dangerous, but we ha- it was a good time. But as me and Brenda were doing it, we had like the Good thing we had antibacterial, like we rubbed a little bit on the styrofoam before we put them on our ears, but it was kind of heebie-jeebie, at least with the glasses. You know, they're being, you knew they were being re- washed. You you wore them yourself once, and that was it. But with these, they were plugged in, John. When you sat down, you put them wired. They were wired, too, and you put them on your head. And I, I, I don't know how that I, – I just couldn't do it, so – yeah, that was my least favorite part of working for the uh, Festival of the Lion King was the fact that you hand off headphones to the next person coming behind you and you take the set that, that somebody else had. So, yeah, I mean, and and let's say some people, uh, they sweat a little more than other people do, so it's nasty. Yeah. So. Hey, John, hold on one second, buddy. So, but I, I get it, John, like when you were saying you got upset with handing things back at Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like It's just... The, the, the worst, the sounds dangerous was bad. Why didn't you ever do that? Was that the reason why? Uh, what do you mean? Like, the sounds dangerous was, the, why didn't you oh, ever do oh, it? Because actually, you were skeeved no, out uh, by it, or? 
No, that was actually when we didn't have passes. There was a gap of probably four or five years where me and Lisa didn't have any uh, Disney passes or anything. And okay. uh, I think that with that and uh, uh, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire uh, thing, those were both real popular at that time, and we never got out there when it was going on. Just didn't have any interest in it when we, if we did see it. So. Yeah, well, I enjoyed both of them. I loved Who Wants to Be a Millionaire because I'm a genius, John, so I would get a lot of it correct. I almost got picked a couple times, John. But, but you know, I don't want to brag, but I am very nah, smart. Yeah, I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah. No, but me and my brother-in-law – we used to love that show, that Jeopardy. I'm into all that stuff. But uh, me and my brother-in-law love uh, what you uh, what. Now look, see how stupid I'm getting now. What's the uh, one with all the questions in it? I'm drawing a blank right now. The board game. The oh, uh, Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, I, me and my brother-in-law love that. My wife and them like it like the first hour. But after that, they're, like, ready to go, if you understand. Me and my brother could go, like, a 12-hour marathon to see who wins. You know, I love Trivial Pursuit. I love all kind of trivia. But, yeah, we did that quite a bit. The other thing is, I remember, uh, like I said, that year we did Stunt Spectacular. We did Sounds Dangerous. Remember Doug Live, John? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, and then also, remember uh, Tim Allen? What was the one with the Tim Allen, with Lucy, with the conveyor belt? Uh what yeah, the uh, uh, TV show thing. Yeah, yes, we loved that. Like, uh, yeah, that, actually, that was one of the the funnest experiences when that park opened. Uh, was those? Uh, I forgot the name of it though. Uh, something television, Superstar Television. Yeah, Superstars Television. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. we did that. We loved that. I mean, uh, the backlot tour. That's when the studios were like at their height. You know. Well, that was when the studios were tr- still trying to be studios yes. and not just another theme park. So. Yeah, I still remember back then riding through the Great Movie Ride, or the Backlot Tour. We did the Great Movie Ride, then the Backlot Tour. That's the way I always had to do it, John. Had to do the Great Movie Ride, then the Backlot Tour. It had to be in succession, John. And then we go over to the Art of Animation. But I still remember riding that Backlot Tour and seeing those carpenters in the carpenter space where you'd see through the window and the dress makers. Yep, yep. Oh, dude, my dream was, Brenda, I'm going to work at that car. I want to be in there. That was like every time I rode by there, I'd be, that was my boats now, if you follow me, John. I just wanted to picture me on that residential street in front of the Golden uh, Golden Girls' houses. <laughs> yeah. No, Know what I'd be afraid of now if that was still open and they were still around? They'd be trying to hook up with me, John. All four of them be fighting <laughs> over me. Yeah. Uh. I wish I wasn't so. I wish I was more confident in myself, John. Yeah, yeah. You you really got to work on your modesty, though. Yeah, I am. I'm such a wallflower, John. Walt Disney World is moving some attractions from individual Lightning Lane purchases to Genie Plus during the peak holiday week. Disney is making more some significant adjustments to Disney's Genie Plus. How about you get the friggin' thing working and get better Wi-Fi in the parks? I mean, they're. they're I mean, they're affiliated with Apple, and they can't get the crap to work. I don't get it, John. Uh, upcoming peak holiday at, at Walt Disney World. Between the 19th and the 3rd of January, December 19th, which is tomorrow, to the 3rd of January, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Frozen Ever After, and Space Mountain will be included in Genie Plus service. It will not inc- be included as individual Lightning Lane selections. Individual Lightning Lane purchases will remain available at Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Remy's Ratatouille, Star Wars Rise of Resistance, and Avatar Flight of Passage. 
This move is, no, it's not significant savings, people. They're still going to buy the other ones. This move presents significant savings with those attractions previously costing around 10 per person per ride, which in most cases would come in an additional guest already having paid 15 for the Genie Plus service. I'm not buying it. They're doing this because they need to move crowds, John, is what it's basically about. You yeah, know, that and, and maybe they just weren't very popular purchases with the Lightning Lanes. So, yes, you know. exactly. They're not doing this for you guys. They, they are. They're doing it for you, Doug. Yeah, yes, yeah. Lou, Lou's up on his soapbox. Hear ye, hear ye. Disney is giving us a break, people. They're not charging us for the rides that they shouldn't be charging us for to begin with. Uh, Disney Plus option on the service. That makes the former FastPass line available at selected attractions, now called Lightning Lane at Walt Disney World. Uh, introductory pricing is $15 per day. Certain headline attractions are not part of Disney Plus, and Lightning Lane access to those attractions require individual attraction purchase with various prices. Uh, again, if, there, if any of these freaking rides are shut down for the day, you should get a discount on your park ticket. Because they're monetizing. They're telling you how much that ride is actually worth to you. So if you go in the park and certain things aren't closed, complain. Certain things are closed that, that, that weren't scheduled to be closed. Uh, complain. Yes, yeah, so go complain to guest relations, though. Don't uh, bug that uh, cast member in front, of the, no. in front of the attraction. He has or he or she has no control whatsoever. No. And it's going to go in one ear and right out the other. So if you actually have a legitimate complaint, go see guest relations is who you need to talk to. Yeah, 100%. So. Say, oh, I didn't know Splash Mountain and Space Mountain were both shut down today. Why? why well, that's worth something now. We're paying for individual rides. So maybe I get $15 back today. Maybe you give me a $15 Disney gift card because rides are shut down. It never happened, but it can't be both ways. Uh, connection to cafe and eatery construction update from Epcot, John. I don't know. Do you like Connections Cafe and Eatery, John? It sounds better than the Creation Shop. Yeah, but the two of them. Uh, honey, I'm going to the Creation Shop, and then we'll grab a bite to eat at Connections Cafe. I mean, is that, is that what it's supposed to be? They go together? They're hoity-toity, I guess. Mm -hmm. Construction is continuing on the upcoming Connections Cafe and Eatery in the center of Epcot's redevelopment at World Celebration. Uh, most of the floor-to-ceiling glass is now in place, and work is continuing on the roof line. On the rear of the building, the former home of the temporary mouse gear, Kmart, uh, major <laughs> building work is underway on refiguring the space. Uh, probably make it bigger dining room, I guess. The space will also include a new Starbucks, replacing the original fountain view. So they're going to have two Starbucks in Epcot now. All right, and Connections Cafe and Eatery will open in 2022 and replace the former electric umbrella. Well, isn't that Starbucks that's open now still con uh, temporary, and that one's going to be the real one built over there by that? Oh, no, the one that's over by uh, uh, the new restrooms, that's a, that's in a solid building and everything. I can't imagine that being – maybe uh, it is just temporary, but yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'm it, confused, too. So maybe they too. only have one. But I thought that was a pretty legitimate building there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, Walt Disney World Tours returning in early 2022, including Yay. the African Wild Trek and Keys to the Kingdom, which both are great. I want to go do the Wild Trek. Me and Brenda's been wanting to do that. I especially want to do it before I'm way too old to do it, John. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is something we probably need to get done within the next 10, 12 years, wouldn't you think? <laughs> uh, I'm saying five. <laughs> uh, oh, this is happy days. This is like an early Christmas present for me. Primeval World now is even removed from the digital guide map. Should have never been on it. Yay. Uh, mobile checkout jerks expands to more Walt Disney World theme parks today. So they keep bumping this crap up, but they can't get the crap to work. Right. Uh, you do this and do this and do this, but yeah, the uh, the systems we're counting on to make it work won't work. So. Yeah. But Disney is expanding its mobile checkout service. Our good buddy Jim Tucker, he's happy as hell. Uh, move more Walt Disney World retail locations today at Disney's Hollywood Studios and Disney's Animal Kingdom. The service launches today at Mickey's of Hollywood, Mickey's of Hollywood and Disney's Hollywood Studios and Island Mercantile at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Island Mercantile is one of my favorite stores, isn't it yours? Yeah, yeah, I enjoy walking through all the gift shops, but they, yeah, that one's really cool and it's got a lot of nice theming elements inside of it too. Yeah, I think it's their, it's, that's the big one at the Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's their mouse gears. Uh, mobile checkout lets you scan, scan and pay for your items right from your phone. When you're ready to, to shop, open My Disney Experience app and you can scan the barcodes on your souvenirs as you add them to your bag. Once your shopping visit is complete, show your purchase QR code. And, and selected items to the cast member at a designated exit, and and you're all set. Eligible annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club discounts, if linked to your Disney account, will be applied at your mobile checkout. The two stores added to mobile checkout today join other stores already in the service, including Creation Shops at Epcot, Shop at Epcot, World of Disney at Disney Springs, and Emporium at the Magic Kingdom. So... Less and less cast members, guys. Just the way we like it. We don't want to talk to anybody. We don't want to associate with anybody. We just want to. Uh, we want to be a country of introverts. And when, in another 50 years, when the next generation is saying, "Why are these machines running my life?" and the computer is controlling the world, I don't want to hear a poo from you because I'll be gone, but I'll be looking down laughing. <laughs> uh, alrighty, alrighty. Uh, Cali River Rapids at Disney's Animal Kingdom reopens from its annual refurbishment. Like, why the hell is this opening now when it's getting cold, John? It's not getting cold. <laughs> well, right now it isn't per se, but usually December, January, and February are three coolest months, aren't they, John? Uh, November can sometimes turn chilly, but December this year is way warmer than November was. We haven't had a single day in the 50s, I don't think, in December right now. So, uh, yeah, traditionally, though, it, uh, it, you would want this attraction to be probably closed in January and the beginning of February. Yeah, so. I mean, it was closed September, October, November. Now it yeah, reopens in December. Like, sense. why would you close it December, January, and February? Yeah, that would make more sense. I mean, who the hell wants to go on this in the freezing? Like, we were down there in February, dude. You didn't even want to go near it to get the, the frost off the water coming towards you. Yeah, yeah, the mist, and then it yeah. turns icy, yeah. yeah. So. New new color scheme at the Wonders of, Exan Wonders of Exander Pavilion at Guardians of the Galaxy. This is never going to be done. And I was watching news today on YouTube the other day, and 
that marks the three-year anniversary of the train being closed. Why is this train shut down for three freaking years, man? Like, Disney Imagineers are the greatest in the world. They're the best. But, like, I don't understand how they couldn't have did something where that train was out, not out of service for three years, dude. It's it's horrible that it's been out of service for three years. Yeah, it, it, that's, I mean, an extended time down for, for something that a lot of people consider an integral part of their Magic Kingdom visit. I mean, holy shit, you could have built a railroad from my house down there in that three-year span almost. Uh, Walt Disney World Company 2020 annual meeting of shareholders take place March 9th. I have to say, I don't care about uh, all you richy rich people. Because the people like us that have a little bit of shares don't matter anyway, John. Yeah, somebody Richie Rich was uh, backstage this morning, and there was a one of those, you know, Lincoln Town Car limousines, the uh, the bigger ones, yeah, uh, tooling around backstage. So I wonder who was here this morning. One of one of your favorite people, I'm sure. Yeah, one of the money grubbing mugs. Uh, live broadcast will be made available on the Disney Investor site, available here. So they they got a virtual on a lot of it. The meeting will likely. Discuss aspects of the company theme park operations, and we may get some clarifications on opening dates of Guardians of the Galaxy and on Tron. They're not opening, neither one of them. They should just turn both rides into gift shops. (laughs) Just rumors and speculation. Yeah. Did you hear about the fire truck and the ambulance went down Main Street? I watched it. I seen the video of it. Did you see that video? Yeah, I saw it. It was apparently a little fire by Cinderella's Royal Table. Yeah. Cinderella's Royal Table caught on fire? Yeah, something like that. It was There was a little fire next to it. Reports suggest the fire was in an area of landscaping, although the source remains under investigation. In a brief statement, Disney said, There was a small fire today in the Magic Kingdom. The fire was quickly extinguished by a fire extinguisher, and no one was hurt. Later that night, the Magic Kingdom fireworks show proceeded as normal. News at 11. Right, John? <laughs> That's your news reporter? Role? Yes, it's my Disney aristocrat reading, John. <laughs> uh, Water Star Orlando residential and retail project to be built a stone's throw away from Disney's Animal Kingdom. That's right over there by Margaritaville, isn't it, John? It's right across the street from Margaritaville. Yep. So, yeah, this is this is the uh, section of land that I, I've told you probably a couple of months ago. I told you I was coming back from Kidani Village, and uh, especially sitting in the bus, you can look out the window and see all that construction going on. So, yeah, it's literally going to be – and it's there's going to be houses and stuff there. So uh, you won't be able to walk to uh, – obviously, they'll have fences up and stuff, but – uh, pretty much right next door. Yeah. So. Your, your back door, you might smell a draft poop every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or here, as you're sleeping, that would be cool. But, uh, I, I, you know, this is just between me and you and the lamppost, but all this building going on there, they need to get some, like, overpasses, some more. They need, like, they extend the, like, 12 lanes each way. John, what do you think? Yeah, pretty much. That would that would be nice. Uh, but um, Florida always has this habit of thinking about uh, uh, their infrastructure long after they approve developments. Uh, why why bother with uh, proper sewage and, and water and, and roads and stuff like that? No, 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 no. It, it's great. Just build. 
So that's the problem they're having with that Flamingo Crossings area right now. It's just, it's a gridlock from like 2 to 7 o'clock every night. You can't get anywhere. No, it's, it's just ridiculous. stupid. It's like, why don't you build, they need to build bypass there. Yeah, yeah. Go go through it if you're going south. You, understand, you know what I'm saying, yeah. John? Or east yeah, or west, whatever you consider it there. Horrible, always been horrible. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it, that's a rough road. So. Uh, dates announced. It's coming uh, already for. I, I actually think I like flower and garden more than food and wine, John. I'm kind of leaning that way, too. I mean, because you get, you have a lot of the food anyway, and but then you get a, a more in-depth look at the uh, actual flowers and stuff during the, uh, obviously, Flower and Garden Festival. So, yeah, and they have the live concerts and everything. So, yeah, I think I like it a little better now, too. Yeah. The 2022 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival begins March 2nd, 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 and runs through July 4th, 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 4th. Ends on 4th of July. What? What's that? That's a... I don't get that. Do you? No. Don't. No. Like, I mean, that just adds an extra little crowdedness. It's, it's only 125 days this year, John. Uh, next year's festival no longer carries the taste of tag, and we can expect the return of a full fe- festival offering. A new main entrance topiary displays will feature Goofy and the 50th themed birthday cake in honor of Walt Disney World's 50th. The missing Snow White and the Seven Dwarf topiaries will return to Germany along with Lumiere and Cogsworth at the France Pavilion. So, the Garden Rocks concert series makes its return in 2022 along with 18, 18, 18 outdoor kitchens. More details are coming on the booth. Admission to Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival is included in park tickets and a valid pass. Now, wonder, uh, wonder when uh, these money-grubbing sons of guns are going to realize, well, why don't we add an extra $20 on? And the only way they can purchase at the kitchens is if they buy this extra flower and garden <laughs> ticket. You know, I wouldn't put it past them. I no! mean, they already have they already have things at uh, what at the D twenty three conventions where you have you pay you pay to be able to go in and buy stuff. Yes. So there you go. So I mean, That's, you know, I mean, I, I well, dude, you know, I say it tongue in cheek, but I hundred percent believe that Cheapy Chapik and all these other grubbing bastards that run this organization now i could honestly see them saying well you can get in the park and you get the rides well the ones we want to let you on without paying extra why don't we just give them if they don't have this little key to their magic banner or smartphone and when they go to purchase if they don't have it on there if they don't have the extra ticket they don't get to buy the food and we're doing this for you because the booths are crowded at times so we're doing it for you to make sure you can eat what you want am i right john or maybe we'll just you can you can still buy it, but everything you buy will cost three to four or five dollars more. Yes. So. Or and then also we want you to stick these earplugs in because you're not allowed to listen to the free music if you didn't pay for it. <laughs> uh, anywho, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rerun earlier preview rides. Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind early preview rides begin at Epcot. Have you heard anything about that, Johnny? No, but I, I read the article and it's the the corporate bigwigs. Um, so and it, the ride's not actually done yet. There's still a lot. I think some of the uh, 
elements inside, probably the animatronics to be worked on and stuff like that. But let's see, Epcot's Guardian of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewinds appears to be at an advanced stage in construction with Disney executives now taking executives now yeah. taking preview rides on the latest Walt Disney World roller coaster. In a post on Instagram, Disney World President Jeff Vale said after getting an update on the latest on the latest progress and an early test ride in Guardians of the Galaxy. I have three words. It's awesome. Thank you to the teams at Walt Disney World, Imagineering, and Walt Disney World who are bringing this amazing, now, this amazing attraction to life. Now, if he didn't say it was awesome, they'd be saying, you're fired. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing the finishing touches over the next several months and can't wait for you to get a look when it opens at Epcot next summer as part of the park's transformation. Uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind roller coaster will open summer 2022 in the newly named World Discovery at Epcot. So, you know, I, I actually drove past this 18 times today, and uh, I didn't see any of those executives and, and all those people that he's so thanking so much. You know who I saw out there working was some construction workers. And I don't see a, a single word of, of thanks to the construction workers. No, we don't get crap. Actually, yeah, that actually have, have uh, built this attraction. So. Oh, we see that all the time, John. We build these beautiful buildings and all that. I want to dedicate this to the guy who gave us the money, not the guy who built it. <laughs> not the schleps who worked in minus 15-degree weather to make sure yep. this was done yep. on time. Not the guys who did the 20 and 30 hours of overtime. I want to thank the guy who walked through and said it looks good. <laughs> you know? Uh, well, the new wine kiosk is open at the France Pavilion, John. Ooh. They, it's in the same location, but they updated it. They got regular wines. It's called, the place is called Le, Le Vins de Chefs de France. I do like good, John. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty fancy. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, Marlowe, 775. They got a Cabernet for 775. A Chardonnay for, Chardonnay for 775. Regional wine. A blue, 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 blue. The Bukakoff <laughs> is nine ninety five. Uh, really? I, I'm, I'm going to order with that. I think yeah. after I finish today, I'm going to walk over there and then I'm going to ask for a blue, 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 blue. Yeah, it's called the Bidusa de Bruca. Uh, Beret Savion is nine ninety five, and Rose and Coates de Providence is nine ninety five. Then they got premium wines that I can't pronounce. They're ten fifty. Then they got the slushes, which is you know a lot of the favorites. They got the Grand Marnier rum, Grey Goose orange and orange juice for fourteen fifty. Uh, they got a they got a Citron with Grey Goose and lemonade for fourteen fifty. And this one here better massage your back while you're drinking it. They got the Legent slush. It's with Grand Marnier and Grey Goose Citron stout. It's 1995. Now, what drink in the God's green earth is worth 20 bucks, John? I don't know. I think the last time I bought a Lapu Lapu was 18 bucks. So, yeah, well, you got, got the souvenir mug, got didn't you? With that one. <laughs> yeah, you got the souvenir, didn't you? Uh, you got a pineapple. Yeah, well, uh, whatever. Champagne Mallard is 1650. These are champagnes and beer. A Cure Royal Champagne and Black. Vermont liqueur is 1775, and then they got the Cromenberg 1664, which is $9, John. I mean, we're $20 for, come on, man. John could get two Lefin de Mons almost for that. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. So. Uh, Disney Murray's Murray, we said they're sold out to all the suckers. Uh, I don't, I can't believe that. Every party sold out. People are nuts, John. 
Yeah, they they uh definitely bought all the tickets. So, yeah, I, I drive by every time I drive by the Magic Kingdom. I'm I'm looking at the sign that says uh, tonight's event is sold out. So. See, uh, my my honest, this is the honest truth. I would rather take that money of a family of four, what four hundred and something, what eight hundred thousand dollars. I honest to God, if I've already paid for park there, I love the parks. Everybody knows it. But next year, think about this. Instead of going here and giving the gluttonous Disney PAs, which is what I'm calling the the hoity-toities right now, instead of giving them all the money, the cheapy Chakebeaks and Iyers of the world and, and the newest and greatest one that's taken over at the parks, how about you take that $1,000 and go over to Give Kids the World and give them that money? Don't you think that would be... Uh, that, I would rather do that. I would feel better about that than giving Disney another thousand bucks for a family of four. What about you, John? Yeah, well, that would make more sense, and and, and morally, it'd certainly feel good. But if you got little Johnny and little Annie, and they weren't bound and determined to go to the Christmas party, well, so. that's how you teach them not to be that greedy. You know what? And take them over to give kids the world and say, "Listen, I love you guys, but." This is where we're giving our money. We're helping out. We've already been at the park seven days this week. Why am I going to give an extra thousand bucks to Disney when these poor kids could use it? And let them help yeah, out I, and I give kids the world. I can't believe how much those, those tickets are this yeah. year. And, and they sold out. That's amazing to me. That I, I mean, so so this whole idea of, of people not going, it didn't work. I mean, so, um, you know, next year they know they can charge $300. Yeah, so. well, I would rather, honestly, I would rather give the money to somebody else. That's just me. Uh, I would like to go see this, and I, I, I don't know if I could with, uh, I don't know what's going to go on with the whole COVID thing. Is it going to move to Disney Plus? But Spider-Man No Way Home, the end game of Spider-Man movies. Uh, I'm excited about this, John. Are you? Yeah, because it, it seems to tie in just about every Spider-Man genre that you can think of, from the Tobey Maguire ones to the comics to the uh to the animated series. I mean, there's a lot of Peter Parker's in it. So. Yeah, but uh, by far, he is the best Spider-Man ever. What, the new kid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I totally like him as Spider-Man. He's, he's that, uh, what, cheeky uh, uh, type of kid you wanted to play, but still kind of like, almost like a Dennis the Menace character, you know? Uh, mischievous and, and edgy, but yet uh, a, a good heart, and not gloomy. No. You know, I mean, Spider-Man is not Batman. It, it's not intended to be so so doom and gloom. And uh, I always got the feeling that Tobey Maguire kind of overplayed the, a little too dramatic for my taste. Yeah, well, so. I honestly like, I, I like Tom Holland, and I love Zendaya. I like their, because they're goofy, they're like what... They're funny. They do a good job. They're both good actors, but they give you more of the spirit of what Spider-Man is than Kristen Dunst and Tommy McGuire did. They were just like two miserable menches the entire Spider-Man. Yeah, they were awful gloomy. The yeah, entire, they're pissed off the thing. whole movie. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, if I want to be pissed off, I do enough of that on my own. I don't need them to to help me out. Yeah, John. they were kind of like the they were kind of like the uh, John Snows of yeah. the comic book world. Yeah. Why are you so moody, man? Come on, yeah, cheer well. up. Yeah, well, he got sent to the wall, John. You know why he was moody. <laughs> you know, I don't know about you, John, but if I'm told, listen, dude, you're going to the wall, and you got to work with the Night Watch, and you're never going to be able to yeah, you're not going to love be able to hug beautiful Brenda anymore. I'd, I'd be constipated looking to myself quite a bit. <laughs> 
But, yeah, I don't see why Tom Holland, I mean, Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunst were so, they, they, the way they portrayed that, it was, like you said, it was like Batman meets Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman's the dark, gloomy one, not yeah. Spider-Man. So. No, no, it was, uh, the Tom Holland and Zendaya, they do a great job. I love the two of them together on, on screen. Because she did a good part of uh, even joking with him, and you understand what I'm saying? She played off of him well. Yep. well and yep. they're a couple in real life, so apparently they... Um, played off each other very well they got some real chemistry there yep merchandise happy holiday merchandise arrives at all the parks so have you seen a bunch of christmas merchandise john there's a bunch of christmas merchandise there's a bunch of 50th merchandise or uh basically just a whole bunch of merchandise oh john another one uh let's typhoon lagoon let's keep it closed forever but we're open it the day after New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who is running this joint, John? Yeah, well, we'll leave it. We'll leave it closed all through the summer. But yes. you know, let, yeah, let's open it New Year's. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, January second, we're gonna open Typhoon Lagoon. I, I, I pray to goodness it's forty degrees the opening day for that. I hope to goodness. I hope you have a cold front go through, John. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Uh. Oh, my God. What else we have? Monorail. Y'all returns from refurbishment. I love the monorails, John. Yeah, I'm watching one pass right now for you, Doug. Oh, so. bite me, John. <laughs> uh, more work being done, it's saying. Disney content pulled from YouTube after not reaching agreement. You know what this is about? No, I, I didn't see anything. Uh, just the other day... We reported Disney content may be pulled from YouTube if a deal wasn't reached between Disney and Google regarding their partnership. So Google was negotiating with Disney about whether or not they will continue to distribute the content on YouTube. Oh, so two rich people pissing at each other. <laughs> Basically, yeah, come down. That, that, that's kind of the uh, baseball argument. I mean, probably won't have a season of baseball this year because of the players. And, and you get to that stuff, and both of y'all are so rich. How do, you, how do you expect the common person to take any interest in, in that type of stuff? I mean... Well, like today, and I'm and, and please don't take me the wrong way here, people. I'm listening to my local radio show because about the Eagles game and all, and then you got the one broadcaster, he's on there going off about how the NFL doesn't care about their players and blah, 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 and all this, and, and I get it. And they're saying about the whole CT stuff with the concussions and all this other stuff. John, I feel horrible for him. And anybody who has that, I pray for you every day. But nobody is holding a gun to your head and saying you got to play football. Am I wrong, John? No, I don't believe so. Uh, nobody cares about the trucker that has back problems and all those uh, that is out of shape, don't look. Nobody cares about the construction worker that can't hear, can't walk, can't move. I know what I got into. Like It would be like me. I've walked on stilts since I've been 15, uh, 12, 12, 13, 14 years old. 15, I was on them regularly. So under the logic of the CT scans and everything else like that, should I not be allowed to still sue the stilt company for giving me a bad back, John? Sure, go for it. I mean, it's just a point. I feel bad for you. Military. We we worry more about football players than we do about the military, John, who protect us, that allow the football players to play. I don't see anybody ever uproar about how our military is treated and the hospitals aren't as good as they should be, but they worry about the football, baseball, and basketball players for their health. 
They got great unions. They decide nobody's making you play football. Last time I checked, we are we are a free country, and you could choose if you want to play football or not, John. It isn't like a prerequisite that you have to play. Am I wrong, or you'll go to jail? Did I miss this? Yeah, you didn't get your contract that you had to play for five years? You didn't do that? No. No. I mean, I feel bad, but it's it. you know what you're getting into. You know, I mean, I don't know, John. The ship captain don't get to sue when the boat goes down. There's a possibility that boat might sink. I don't know. I mean, there was some lawsuits, one against tobacco companies of people who smoked. And so, I mean, which is truly amazing. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean. And again, we get into the government. If the government really gave a crap, there'd be no cigarettes. I mean, cigarettes kills more people than COVID is, but they still sell that crap. Am, am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. You got me. When I'm sitting next to some idiot smoking, blowing it in my face, I can see that. At least I know what the problem is. I can't see COVID. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, Terminal C at Orlando International Airport set to reopen in July. That'll be nice. Cause I'll tell you what, with all the construction going on there, it's it's uh, very confusing, John. Wait, the airport? Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know. Last time I went to the airport, I've been to uh, Tampa's airport and Orlando's airport last couple of years to to pick up my uh, my nephew, the young Republican, yes. um, who who's come down for a couple of trips. And I have to uh, I have to say I was a lot more impressed with Tampa's airport than I was with Orlando's. It's uh, it's starting to look a little run down. Um, it really needs to get uh, to revamped. I think it it, it oh. just looks a, a it's beleaguered. This, like. this yeah. is my opinion about Orlando Airport. They got way too much crap going on and not finish it. Like they they have like eighty projects going on in that airport all around it. It's like, dude, get certain things done. It's like they just oh let's open up this can of worm. Oh let no. It's like they have they're getting nothing complete and they have fifty things started. Have you That's noticed you that when you're to... driving around there? Yeah, it's it's when you're when you're trying to download something and you've got ten of them going instead of just getting one at a time. You know? Exactly. If, if you're trying to download pictures and you've got ten pictures going at one, you're never going to get any of them done. No. Do it one at a time and you and you finish. So. Yeah, driving back in there, like returning the car and all was easy. Getting to where you return with all the construction going on, I, I feel like I was off road racing with how bad the roads are around there. I, I thought I was going to have to get out and change a tire before I got into the place. <laughs> Uh, so Tampa Airport, I, I think that's where Judith and Tommy flew in last time. How how far is how far is that to? Is it about the same distance? Uh, no, no. You're talking probably seventy miles, seventy five miles. Oh, okay. And it would depend on what time of day you flew in. Uh, that could take you an hour and ten minutes, or it could take you two and a half hours uh, to get to get there so yeah, yeah it's considerably farther yeah because the reason i'm asking because a lot of times even though it says tampa bay international airport doesn't mean it's in tampa bay yeah yeah no this one this one actually is it's it's right right there on the bay actually so yeah but you get what i'm saying a lot of times oh, they'll yeah. say it's that but they're, it's really 100 miles away from the town oh, they're yeah. saying it's yeah, at. yeah 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 well mco's not anywhere near no downtown, orlando right? well, that's for sure yeah 100 so. percent. that that was the point i was trying to make yeah. yep. it's really not in orlando uh yeah. it's just like philly is not in philly it's in the outskirts of philly yeah it's in pennsylvania but not philly actually Third baby rhino born at Disney's Animal Kingdom in 13 months. The pandemic has gotten the rhinos busy, John. Yeah, well, the romance. 
Yeah, I heard. I've been hearing Barry White playing throughout the back there. You can take Kilimanjaro safaris, and you, you, you can hear a lot of uh, romantic music going. Yeah, another baby white rhino was born at the Animal Kingdom. This is the third white rhino born at the parks in 13 months, and the 13th born at Walt Disney World. That's awesome because a white rhino was, you know, nearing extinction, like getting very down. In the wild, the rhinoceros is hunted for its horn, and their popularity continues to dwindle. The Disney Conservation Fund supports. Per- projects focused on habitat 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 monitoring and restoration so uh, the what he's adorable dude very very cute aren't they yeah dude they're in there a long time rhinos are the world's second largest land mammal they have a gestation period of 16 to 18 months and the baby weighs 140 pounds at birth i don't want to hear you and any more women complaining <laughs> <laughs> go talk to this white rhino mama uh, suck a brin up there 19 months yeah. and weighs 150 pounds <laughs> man something in my belly ain't feeling right lol and her calf will bond backstage for several months before joining the herd on the harambe wildlife reserve the first of the three recent calves, Ranger can be seen during Kilimanjaro Safari. As always, keep following uh, the keep following our articles to let us know what's what's coming next. So, all right, Doug, here's a good one for you. A woman suing Disney Parks over electrocution at the Grand Floridian. A woman is suing Disney after allegedly being electrocuted in her hotel room at the Grand Floridian in September of 2018. Courtney Randall says on September 9th, 2018, her family noticed that the electrical outlets in their room were protruding from the wall and did not work. They notified cast members and were told that someone would attend to the issue that day. On September 10th, the next day, Randall attempted to use an outlet and was electrocuted. Randall claims in her lawsuit, which was filed on November 4th, 2021, uh, that she has since since suffered disability, disfigurement, mental anguish, loss of capacity for the enjoyment of life, expensive (laughs) medical care, and loss of future earning capacity due to the incident. You're... Seriously kidding me, right? No, well, <laughs> come on. I think we got two idiots here, John. This is just my opinion, <laughs> and and I feel bad for her. But I've been, dude. I with me doing drywall with my knives. You know how many times I've been told the power's off and we're we're fixing yep. boxes and I get zapped. I've been yep. probably electrocuted twenty times, so that might explain it. So maybe she does have a case. I could be her. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, that explains an awful lot. Yeah, so you go. Yeah, loss of enjoyment of life. Yes. But the bottom line is she's an idiot for all that in that suit. But Disney's also an idiot. If she called, like, I just me, if I have a rental property and somebody yeah, exactly calls me up and right. says, yeah, outlets are hanging out the wall, I'm, I'm right there, John. I'm or, running. Yeah, I'm running or either relocating them to the room. So, But it, it amazes me that she told them that and then she went and used it. Anyway, yes. So. It's like, and what proof do you have that she actually used the damn thing? Yeah. Anyway? I mean, or it's yeah. like my car's rolling backwards, and somebody might I, let me jump behind it and stop him. <laughs> like it's two idiots. Like a hundred percent. Now, if I have somebody calling me about this, my if I, like whoever the the general manager or whoever's in charge of this hotel should be fired immediately because if anybody's calling my desk and saying electrical outlets are hanging out and there's a problem like my red flag is flying up either there's a major problem or i got a major idiot in my room yeah and uh, and here's the situation i mean it would it's going to be hard for her 
to prove that, first of all, that she even called down there, that she didn't purposely get the uh, uh, outlets to dangle to to come out of the wall and, and, and just just trying to do a slip and fall on all of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be a real hard case to prove. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just not nuts versus nuts. Now, yeah, speaking exactly. of good people, which need help, Union says Ready Creek Fire Department is critically understaffed. And I love that. Every time I run by that fire station, I get goosebumps like I was a little kid playing with my fire trucks. You know, what I'm uh, yeah. how many uh, how many fire stations do you think are, are on property there, Doug? I would say three. You are correct, sir. Oh, goody. I'm pretty good at this this game today, ain't I, John? You are. You're you're on you're on top of it. How many uh how uh well let's see. You're trying to find something to get me wrong so I look like an idiot to our fans. I know you, John. How many sheriff's office? Well, there should only be there's there might be two police stations, but there should only be one sheriff's office because there's only one sheriff. <laughs> Am I right? All right. How many deputy or uh or uh, well, uh, I guess I don't know. There's a how big many one. stations? Yeah, yeah. I would say there at least three or four throughout property. Actually, I know of two. There's a satellite one at Disney Springs. And yeah, I knew the that big, one. There's big, big one. Yeah, there's the big, big one that's by the other fire department over by the Wyndham um, yeah. down BBD that side. So. Okay, yeah. But, yeah, I know there's only one sheriff's office, John, main sheriff. He's the big, nice, he's nice. He's the big cheese. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, a few days ago, Ready Creek Department vehicles were seen driving down Main Street. The Ready Creek Improvement District has been reduced, had a reduced staff since March 2020 when the parks initially closed. Though other operations have almost entirely returned to normal, Ready Creek is still understaffed. The union is currently currently in arbitration with the district regarding this issue. Come on, Disney, hire as many firemen as you want. As they, I mean, if they t- like, this is me. This is the same, and I'm not going to read the entire article. I've been through it, but it says one shift had 32 fire firefighters across across eight ambulances and four fire engines. A minimum staff of 30. It, it's saying they're way understaffed. But my point is, I don't know about you, John, but if I'm running this 42-square-mile gorgeous facility and the fire chief tells me I'm understaffed, I'm going to find a way to get him the people he needs. What about you, John? Yeah, I would think so. I would think maybe that's a kind of an area where you don't scrimp and save. Yeah. You don't pinch too many pennies when it comes to the firemen. Yeah, so. I really don't see firemen are, in my opinion, uh, firemen are like the salt of the earth, uh, most of it, as far as what they do. and what They aren't going into to become a fireman usually to become rich, John. They're coming into it to be public servants. And I don't see the fire chief saying, well, I'm going to get over on Disney. We're going to hire an extra 20 people. Yeah, I don't see him doing that. Do you? No, no, no. not really. No. no. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy the fights that they pick. I, I meant to tell you that since you were talking about the your Eagles and the uh, firemen at the same time. Uh, one of the guys that I trained with that I see almost every day, he's here at Epcot with me. He was He's retired from Philadelphia. He was a Philadelphia fireman for 30 years, and uh, he's a bus driver down here now. So, so there you go. Well, interesting. Yeah. I, I, I razz him about the Eagles, so, you know, I, I get all my ammunition from you. So. Uh, does he have any interest in doing a show, John? <laughs> uh, uh, Magic Kingdom and Epcot's, Epcot switch to nights of extended evening hours begin. I love the ball, John. 
I really do. I love the lighting. I do. will say Disney did a great job with the new lighting on Spaceship Earth. Yeah, it looks really cool. It's usually on when I get in in the morning, so uh, it's a, it's a nice way to wake up in the morning. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about your stay at the Riviera because they have new merchandise there. I'm excited to hear what you think about that, John. You know, the, strangely enough, that's the only uh, resort I've seen a, a magic band that is made for that resort. I've seen a Riviera one. I haven't seen one for any other resort, but uh, they do have one for the Riviera. Well, you got to be super highfalutin, John. I might. I might have to go get that before. Maybe I go get that for me and Lisa before we even go on our trip. Oh. I'm, a, I'm excited to hear about your trip, John. I really am. I'm, and that's in April, correct? Yeah, the very end of April. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's, it should be should be nice. Uh, we'll be able to take the Skyliner to Hollywood and Epcot. And so, well, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see how this job goes. I'm on, and if I'm if it's running and everything is good, or there's a way I could get out for a few days, because you know I would like to do that. Our our anniversary of the day we met is in April, and that's the first. Well, the first trip we ever took to Disney World was April, the first week of April for our anniversary. We we met on April 6, 1991. And uh, we've been, it's over 30 years me and her has been together now. And, uh, but I wouldn't mind that we went to Disney World. That was for that anniversary of the day we met when we went 97. It was that week of April. So if I can squeeze a way to get down to see you guys, we might try to come down in the end of April. So. Well, that would be very cool. We have to check out the restaurants at, uh, at uh, Riviera and see what kind of uh, dinner we could get together or something. It was up to me, John, after going on Ratatouille with Brenda, because that's all she really wants to do. I'll sit my ass in a restaurant the entire week and eat and drink with you. That's all I really care about doing. <laughs> yeah, with all this lightning lane and genie plus and all that crap, we uh, might just end up doing that. I'm not know? paying for it. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I, I, I'll go down to the beautiful paddlefish again and say, let's save all our money from the lightning lane and go eat some good food and hang out with the people we love. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you want to you go pay this money to ride Rise of the Resistance and uh... – and uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Trainer, you want to go over and, and just have a couple of drinks and <laughs> some well, oysters at Boathouse. Yeah, well, let's do that. Well, really think about it. If me, you, Tommy, Judith, and Lisa and Brenda went on Lightning Lane, $120 for the four, six of us. We could have some nice drinks at the Boathouse for that, couldn't we? 120 bucks. I mean, really. Yeah. I, I literally, I, I mean, I'm to the point. I know people think I'm nuts. I'd rather take that 120 bucks and hand it to two little kids on Main Street and tell them to go have fun. Then give it to Disney. Because I've already paid to go on that ride. I paid to get in the park. I don't get how they're getting off. Of, I mean, and it isn't like their ticket to get in the park is cheap, John. No, it's expensive. It certainly it's, is. It's just sad. You got anything uh, else? Of, well, yeah. well, speaking of that, I'm, I'm still amazed, Doug. I, I got out. I, or I finished my shift backstage, and I have to walk across uh, the front of Epcot to, to get over here to take lunch. And the amount of people that in this day and age, you know, we talk about electronics and, and everybody's got phones and computers and, and uh, tablets and everything else. The amount of people that are still waiting in line to purchase their tickets when they first get to the park, it's truly amazing. I mean, did you not plan this at all? I mean, you can't go to Disney now, especially with all this other this new stuff, without planning a trip. No. I, mean, it, yeah. I wouldn't even – I mean, if I was a first-time uh, – uh, visitor i wouldn't even attempt it without calling one of my good friends like doug davis <laughs> yes 100 <laughs> percent. i mean can you imagine trying to set this up or or just flying by the seat of your pants and going ah we'll just get tickets when we get there i mean really 
the only way I could then I could even excuse it is for the way Disney treats us as travel agents that we got to show our voucher at, at guest services to get our tickets activated. Now I could see that if you had them, if you if you if there's a reason why you got to go there because you got to show verification. Like I, I I can't get my tickets as a as a travel agent until I get to guest services, John, and they activate them. For yeah, this wasn't even guest services. No. This was a ticket office, ticket no. boxes. So, you know, no. so. you know, I'm glad. The only thing I'm glad about is somebody's actually working in that ticket office. Well, there was all of them were open, and there was massive lines at all of them. So yeah, it was incredible. That's, that's crazy. But all that said and done, I'm looking at 4K Walt Disney World, and and it's a shot right down Main Street USA at the Blue Castle with the the lights, uh, the the ice hanging from it, and the beauty of Main Street, the the Main Street confectionery is redone. I mean, uh, I, Tony's Town Square, they're showing pictures of now. I mean, there's nothing more beautiful than Main Street at night. I will give them that. And yes, it's funny. It's... We got people walking through the parks in their pajamas right now. <laughs> their Christmas pajamas. Yeah, they kind of creep me out when they get on buses in pajamas. <laughs> I have to be honest. <laughs> like, don't you want to go back to your room and change? No, it's like stop already. Yes, no. I, I understand you. It's all about whatever it is, but yeah, I don't know. It, I, I can't imagine actually going anywhere. And, well, you know, get, yeah. get yourself some red, uh, co- a red, uh, what polyester pants and a and a red polyester shirt and a green vest and do that as your family get together if you want to be goofy and show everybody that look at me i'm i'm i we're 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 laid back cool kind of kids we all wear the same the whole family's in the same pajamas yeah do that under your tree but i don't want to see you walking through the park in your pajamas i really don't yeah, I don't want to see them at Walmart, and they do it all the time at Walmart. <laughs> so well, I, really I want just to see it at, at when, Disney World. So, when I but. see people in their pajamas in the store, I just feel sad for them. <laughs> it's just sad. It's just it is. That's sad to me. I mean, I don't know what the reason you are, but it's not a good one. That's all I can say. <laughs> there yeah, could if be... you're wearing your robe to, to uh, Walmart in the morning, and there's something wrong here. Right there. Yeah. I don't. I feel bad for you. If there's anything I do, let me know. But it's sad. <laughs> it's just very sad. But let's get happy and and merry merry Christmas to everybody, John. Because we're gonna have to figure out when we're gonna record this week if we can. Maybe uh, I'm off on Friday, John. Christmas Eve. All right. Yeah, we'll try Christmas Eve. Um, so uh, I'll send you a message Tuesday, Wednesday, let you know uh, what or uh, Friday. Actually, I'll I'll get a hold of you Friday morning and let you know. Yeah. Uh, what well, sounds good. And then that way we won't have to bug you on Christmas. So, yeah, and I well, can work my long day. So. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Or even like, uh, give me Wednesday, give me your sheet. Cause maybe even a late Thursday night, if you're on your way okay. home, we could do that too. Sounds either good. or, either or whatever's easier for you. I'll so. let you know. But we want to wish everybody a very, very Merry Christmas. We'll even do it early. We could, we're allowed to wish you Merry Christmas in two episodes. Ain't we John? We are, and besides, I'm doing Christmas on Tuesday, so Merry Christmas to me anyway. So. Yes. Yeah. so very, very Merry Christmas to everybody, and any other happy holiday to you, you you have Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, all that good stuff. Just everybody be kind to one another. That's the main thing. And we will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks, and fold your strollers. And if you want to put a gift in our stocking, head over to iTunes leave us a review. We'll talk that to you later. fantastic. Merry Christmas. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. 
If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.